Hello and welcome to another episode of Josh Reads Other People's Published Poetry. In this episode, I'm going to read Chermy by Ellen Van Neven. I really hope I pronounced that name properly. Um, this is from her latest collection of poetry, Throat. Chermy. Westfield Chermy is one of our sacred sites, Air Gammon. My grandparents came to Chermy in the early 50s. They had a house on Thee Street where my mother and her siblings grew up. They moved there after the two older children were born in Wakehall. Mum was a second born in Fee Street. The shopping centre first opened in 1957, Chermside Drive-In Shopping Centre. Now, it's the largest single-level shopping centre in Australia. It expanded and expanded, expanded over years. Mum remembers an oval surrounded by bush swimming pool in the middle. On the weekends, she and her brothers and sisters had the choice go to the pool, or the cinema. The dawn opened in 1928, shut in 2005, the last single-screen cinema in Brisbane. Round Chermy, everything's changed, some parts unrecognisable, but the houses near Fee Street, a pocket has stayed the same. The same old little houses. On Fee Street, all the family's kids play together. Their names, auntie will know. The bush was all open. Could walk to the bush through to Jibung and Aspley to see friends, go to school, Jibung Primary. All you had to worry about were snakes. Never wore shoes. Jibung Camp, amongst the trees and Jibung Groves. The roads are old roads. Nanny's warm arm against mine. Mum and Nanny touching by the biggie shop next to the butchers. Strong, deadly women ready to take on Chermy at Pikau on a Saturday morning. Pride of knowing where every shop is. Always notice new one coming up. Know the specials, keep the vouchers, push Nanny on the motor scooter, push Nanny along, save for Christmas. The decorations are different each year. Push Nanny up the hill, tell your cousin you're coming over, spend four hours looking for an outfit. Go to Best and Less and get some undies. Nanny always bought you bonds, said those girls need the best. Keep the docket, see if it fits. Each year our bodies change. We get older in changing rooms. We try to fit into jeans and schools that know our black mothers, just trying to fit in. Chermy is always home. New spooners, birthdays at the pool, the cinemas make us cry sometimes. My mum will kill me true if I don't separate my recycling before I leave the food court. My brother is up, playing pinball. He refuses to give me his tokens and lollies. He'll be saving them for weeks. Westfield's sacred to us. Women are the gatherers. Make our houses safe. Make our families safe. My mum, grandmother, aunties took good care of me. I never had to worry about anything much. Protected us when we were little. We were jar jams. Now we can with greater ease make our own mistakes. Auntie buys me Belgian chocolates and Christmas cake every year. We buy stuff. We need stuff. We were starving when we walked up Myanmar Street. The hot grass over the fence. Auntie made a sandwich and cuppa. Black. Always black. Carried over shelves and into tills by the tide, I've had buyer's regret, and I have also experienced lust for t-shirts. I will always remember that never went on sale. We get excited the flasher it gets. We are proud of our Chermy. There has been so much change, and we are weary. Haven't ever been inside Fee Street. Have just been carried into the stories, stood outside since I was born. Ask your auntie, she's the youngest. 
Is your memory going? That's what your father says. Best house on the street, sitting on the back steps eating ice cream. Huh. And sitting on the windowsill eating an ice block in the school holidays. Long time ago. The tree covers the house now. I don't know where to go now. Auntie says couldn't get me off the dunny, always reading animorphs. One day I'll see small circles in the sky. The aliens will arrive in what's left of the forest. A small bit of park compared to what it was. Kid space, a cricket ground. The grass where we took Max to puppy preschool and he got his certificate into dog adulthood. One day the aliens will arrive. I will show my new alien lover Westfield Chermside. Tell her that it is sacred and it must not be harmed. That inside are shiny things, delicate pathways like the slight slope up to coals with the warm popcorn scent, all the exits of Maya. I will show my new alien lover and she will understand my love for Chermy. You haven't lived life on earth until you've been to Harris Scarf and seen the prices on bras, the brands Serena Williams likes, and met my family. My fam are pretty deadly. I want you to meet them. Maybe at the Chinese restaurant. Or has it closed? Closing? Closed? And we'll hold hands to the bus interchange. Catch a 333. Chermi Shopping Centre is our sacred site, Gammon. Called these days a major suburb, a new CBD, the first Apple store. Have you seen the new food court? We haven't really started buying online. We get excited the flasher it gets. We are proud of our Chermi. There's been so much change. And we are weary. 1867. In the Gympie Gold Rush, settler invaders got stuck going north, on way to the gold fields, found trouble in the creek, Downfall Creek. The rain, don't feel like rain. When you're running from the car park to the entrance, summer storms sometimes cause puddles on the floor. Auntie tells me not to slip outside the bookstore. Reminds me I'm wearing thongs, two sizes too big. Water birds, always birds, still follow the water, and large mobs of lorikeets get drunk every night outside Chermy, like teenagers. From the park, across from Auntie's place, you can see the church, the Prince Charles Hospital, and the best sunsets. I jogged here. I swam here. Like Nanny and Mum and Auntie, I also lived here. My place in Chermside, during uni, on Kingsmill Street, opposite the library. They knocked my block down to build high-rise. Auntie walks past, keeps an eye out for me. Chermi is rising, going up in the world, rising. At Downfall Creek, the whitefellows are falling, falling. And we are rising, rising, to the airspace, to the sky. Thank you. Take four. Okay, on to the commentary for Chermi by Aline... Ellen Van Neven. Um, I was sent this book and two others to uh, review um, by University of Queensland Press. Um, so thank you to them for sending this along. I also want to thank them because I probably, I'm not sure if I would have picked this up if I saw it in the bookshop and bought it, to my own detriment, it turns out. Um, I picked this book up and I put it down because it, it ran out of poems to read. Um, and even the notes, like the reference, there's a note section in the back which explains things and it was actually really, really helpful to, I then read the notes and then went back and read uh, whatever poem those notes were referring to. Uh, 
this book, I think, is going to end up a bit like uh, Frankie Elliott's poetry that I've read on this podcast, where I think I've almost read every one of Frankie Elliott's poems from her books, Piano Rats, and Stories for People Who Hate Love, and other electrical, electrical activities of the heart. Uh, Throat by Ellen Van Neven is definitely going to turn out to be like that, where there's just so much good material to read. And the reason I started with Cherami is because it's just a wonderful, imagistic poem. Um, you can just see Chermside grow from a kind of little sort of rural town with uh, bushland and that kind of thing into this sprawling, thriving uh, city. The, the shopping centre there is huge. Um, but the other thing about this poem is it's this character and it, it gives Chermside a character. It, it turns into a Turns obviously sorry yeah it turns it into a character and there's this wonderful kind of because this is written by not because but this is written by a an indigenous Australian who identifies as well they prefer to be called they I believe queer is that that's what looks like it is on the bio and I'm horribly horribly self conscious of getting that wrong so I I hope that's right um, and so there's this wonderful different use of language throughout the whole book and this wonderful sort of subtext and um, substance in, in how, how the stories are told. You just don't get when you read um, other types of poetry, especially by um, sort of, I guess, European westernized poets. It's a different language and and that's one of the things that the charms of this book is it's uh, th th there are some fun poems, there are some interesting poems, there are some thought-provoking poems. Um, but the storytelling is what drives everything. Like, every poem is telling a story, and every poem is asking you a question as a reader. Um, and even though Chermy doesn't sort of subscribe to my normal rule of it's got to sound like poetry when I read it aloud, because it is so imagistic, and because it, of all the things it is doing with poetry, um, it was my first choice just because of how how good it is, just how well it tells that story and shows you that kind of almost montage of, of Chermside from beginning to uh, current day. Um, I'll definitely be reading more of her poems on this podcast. I just have to do a little more research to make sure I don't sound completely ignorant when I talk about some of the subject matter in her poems, sorry, in their poems. Um, but that's it for me, I think. I think I've rambled on enough. Uh, the point of the story is you should go and check out um, Ellen Van Neven's second collection of poetry, Throat. It's, it's really, really good. Uh, thank you very much for listening to Me Read Chermy by Ellen Van Neven. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate your time. Goodbye.